And welcome to another episode. (laughs) 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 Welcome to another. I'm just rolling with it. I'm just rolling with it. No, it's fine. Welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Krista Rosa. I am here back again with the girls from Jane Don't, the improv group that you may have listened to on episode, I believe it was 13 of the podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. Episode 13. um, And they're back. It's like about a year later. So I'd like to talk to you ladies about how your relationships with improv has changed, grown, that kind of stuff. Like I would love like a little check back in if you, if you will, um, and see kind of like how a year later after we spoke, what, what things have changed, what things have stayed the same. I know improv is, uh, very rapidly growing. I feel like and morphing and kind of changing all the time. No. Yes. Um, and then we're going to do some skits and stuff. So why don't we're going to start off with a skit actually. (laughs) We're going to start off with, the, with an improv, but um, why doesn't everyone go around and say hello so we know what everyone's voice sounds like? Isabel, you first. I am Izzy. I'm Delia. I'm Alex. Uh, I'm Jess. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just choked on my own spit. Well, it was more phlegm, in all honesty. Yeah, we're, like in, we're in like rare form already, and we haven't even started. So I... We haven't even started, so that's like exactly where I want to be. So that's great. Like I'm feeling great about this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, should we start with an improv, or do you guys would you guys like to talk first? Honestly, the fact that you keep calling it an improv. Let's okay, so like I should improv. just. It's actually the funniest thing. So what would I say? A, a, a scene. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, I love when it. it's called a set. And when it's when you do what? <laughs> When you when you do like um, a couple scenes, or sometimes it's just one scene. Oh yeah, it, like it would be a than, set. Yeah, yeah. at a show, down. something you perform. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you guys want to do? Do you guys want to talk, or do you guys want to? Im- would you like to? Let's do an improv. Let's do some improv. Let's do an improv. Let's do an improv. Okay, do I have to say a word, and then you guys? Yes. Okay, yes. so. Um. I don't know what's a word. Don't How think, about? Don't think it could be hard. anything. <gasps> Hillary Duff. Since we were since we were singing <laughs> it, earlier. Hillary Duff. Um. All right. Okay. I I'm just gonna watch this one. I don't think I'm gonna bring an umbrella today. I'm just gonna let the rain fall down. <laughs> I mean, you are super dirty right now. You just came from someone's house that we, I don't know, I haven't met him yet. And you also haven't washed your clothes in a week. So I feel like you just need to get clean. I was at Scott's and we were doing rugby practice. Oh, that's what that is. That smell, that dirt. Yeah. Well, how's it going? Um, he taught me, he taught me how to get a try, which is like a touchdown. And so I'm like eternally grateful for that. I'm really gonna gonna kill this Saturday. Thank God, because our rugby team has not been doing well. I know, I know, and so I really just want I want to lead the pack out there with everything that Scott taught me. Oh, thank God! Oh, the rest of our team is coming. Good, they're late to practice again. Sorry, guys, you had trouble parking. Yeah, it was hard. 
You know what? I'm not great with other things than rugby, okay? You guys are neighbors and you're always late together. Don't question it, okay? No, it's fine. It's just, you know, we're trying to start. We only have nine and we need 11 to play. Uh, yeah, the other girls on the team are so mad at you that they are over on the other side of the field. All right, fine. Right we were watching Titanic. Oh. Dana, oh. come on this side. <laughs> Dana, get on this side no. of the field. Dana. No. Dana. She, guys, guys. Dana, did you see the end of the Titanic? He dies. It's emotional, Dana. <laughs> get on this. Dana. Ladies, circle up. Come on. Come on. <laughs> this is senseless. This arguing. Guys, if we want to be Conestoga High School this weekend, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need to buckle down. Because those those ladies are beasts. Our Dana! Rivals. Dana, did you know Rose has red hair? Honest. I thought she was a blonde. I swear I thought she was blonde. She got it in the movie! Dana! <laughs> It's guys, it's time for you to get your head in the game. Get your get your get your get your head in the game. You mean yeah. I got like a Dana. Get right. my get my get my head in the game. <laughs> oh. I don't get it. <laughs> Louise, you're so weird. We need to do some calisthenics, okay? Let's start with some toe touches. And one. Oh. And two. <laughs> and three. And edit. <laughs> <laughs> It was a it was a great improv. I was oh laughing. My God, thank you. Um, that was fun. <laughs> it's uh, also like actually interesting because like I said Hillary Duff and you just like used that as like one little teeny piece at the very beginning and then yeah. you completely like Delia completely made up like a completely other story that had like barely anything to do with that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting that like yeah. as much as you would think, especially like what you see on TV or just certain like what you like stereotypically think of is that like oh it has like if I say mustard it's going to be like you eating a sandwich and like blah blah when in reality you could be wearing like a mustard colored shirt and like it's like that's so interesting to me that you can be like well, super that's something that I think we've kind of all not discovered but there's like you see as you perform for non improv savvy audiences that when you don't use the actual word that you're given there's almost this feeling of like I've been cheated like so I think at least I and I think you guys as well if we do a show for an audience that doesn't have a lot of like improv type people, we try to be really like overt On by the, using yeah. that word like mustard. You almost want to make sure there's a direct reference as soon as you start to mustard. Cause then the audience is like, Oh, it's, it's made up. It's truly made up. Blah, blah, blah. Like there is that thing. Cause even like when my parents or other people have come and seen improv, they'll be like, they didn't use my word. Like people. I don't yeah. Know, they get mad. No, I also, I do think, Though it's important to use the word at the beginning and then at the, like as the set goes on or as the scenes go on, you can kind of forget about the suggestion. Yeah, get farther away. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like it's not as like, it's not like the whole story. Like I remember last time we did one about Joan Rivers and I showed you, like I think Delia was was Joan Rivers. And so like (laughs) obviously that was like a huge part of the scene. Whereas like the other one like was something else and we just barely it was like a one little part that I like randomly mentioned in like the beginning of it well also I think last time we talked about there's this form called the Herald that you like do all through these classes and stuff and if you're on a house team at one of the theaters but we don't really have like an opening so different groups will do these different openings um, and then they build their 
kind of sets off of that. But now we've been doing it for so long together that we'll all kind of um, just go off of the word usually. Yeah. So what's one thing that you guys, or at least some things that you guys have like, you guys have talked earlier that you like, there's things that have grown, you've grown with improv or without it or Mm -hmm. in conjunction, whatever. Like, what do you guys think? a year later from like us last talking, like what have you guys learned or what is something that you guys have, I know that Jess was saying there was like a little bit of a shift with her, the way that she like has felt about your relationship with improv and other things like that. What, what do you guys have to say? I think that, so we went like really hard last year doing improv. And so we were doing like three or four shows a week sometimes, sometimes like five. Is that a lot? What is that a lot? Like what's, a lot. what's the average would you say? Mm, I feel like people usually like a team that's like on it is usually like maybe, mm. maybe like one or two a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that. Yeah. And so we were just like going super hard and we kind of got burnt out. We kind of exhausted ourselves, but it was really great too, because like a benefit we got from it is that we all just became super comfortable, like playing with each other and being on stage. Um, and so now at this point we all like still love playing together. So we all do improv together, but we just aren't doing it as much. And we're doing kind of all like stretching out into other avenues of comedy and just like other performance or other things because of like kind of the confidence and strength we've like gained together yeah yeah like i don't think any of us are taking classes right now right Mm -mm. yeah not improv classes at least (laughs) and is that something you would normally like even people that have like been playing together for a while they would still be taking classes you would think or maybe yeah yeah i think some people (laughs) um yeah i guess kind of yeah i just like feel like jane don't is all I want to do with improv right now. Yeah, right? And that's yeah. what like, I was saying earlier. People always ask me, like, is this what you want to do with your life, this podcast? And I was like, no, this is, like, literally something I do in my spare time because I I'm, I'm love doing it. And, right. like, I don't, need, I don't need to have people pay me for it. I don't need to get paid for it. I don't need – I don't, like w- – like, sponsors would be amazing, but it's, like, I'm not, like, doing this to get sponsors to make money. I'm mm-hmm. doing it because I love doing it and I love talking to people. And, like, people always say, like, you, have a, you would be a great podcast person. And I was like, well, I actually have – Two of them. <laughs> I have one million podcasts. I've actually had two podcasts. So yes, yes. But like, you know what I mean? So it's it like, I don't ever feel that it's like, I, this isn't like, I'm not like, oh my God, this is like all I want to do with the rest of my life. Like, no, I already have like a whole career that I do. And this is like something that I do for mm-hmm. fun. And I feel like that's very similar to what you, how you guys feel about it. Yeah. Right? I think for all of us, it was awesome to kind of form this bond and we're all very different, but to use it as like a jumping off point. It gives you a lot of confidence. You meet people in the community there because it's like super social, like depending. I mean, I do a lot of sketch and I love sketch. I love the people I've met on teams, but it's very hit or miss. And I think we all just got along and it um, gave us the confidence at least to be on stage and perform and organize shows and produce shows. And at this point we can all support each other and then continue performing without being like all consuming improv everything, right. you know? Yeah. Like I think we just love each other. <laughs> We do. Yeah, and, like, last summer, um, like, Jess has been making this series that's been on Instagram. Saw it on Instagram. Um, Saw it, like, when you threw up out of the car and, like, yes. literally so fucking funny. <laughs> and, and like, they need to watch all of it, but, like, need to hear more about it also. Yes, but yes. No, you need to watch all of it. Um, right, and it's just, like, and, like, that was something that we all helped on. Like, yeah. we all helped with some of the writing, some of the directing, some of the filming. Um, like Some of the driving. It. That nice. like strove nice. in it. <laughs> nice. Um, and so, you know, it was like that was something that we could all help Jess with. And that was really fun to work on. Yeah. And, and it like wasn't improv, but it was like adjacent to. Yeah. 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 
Right. No, well, even, I mean, <clears throat> like, I literally moved here and met Delia, like, two weeks after moving to the country. I knew not a single human. And it's, like, to go from not knowing anyone in a country to having a community of people who, yeah, like, we trust each other on stage. But more than that, like, there's a trust that you build through, like, walking into the unknown on stage that now off stage it translates to a good relationship but even like so often a compliment we'll get is more is not like you guys are amazing improvisers it's more the compliments more like you guys just have so much fun we had a big show when was cage match in so we had a big show in october and one of the like compliments that we got after was like i felt like i was just watching friends chill and hang out and like have dinner like because we did a scene basically the premise of the whole thing was we were all at like a thanksgiving dinner or something and afterwards people were literally like i just felt like i was like hanging out at dinner with my friends and like that's so cool to make you feel like you're just sitting with people in a conversation that's so comfortable like to me, that's, like, such a cool thing. And didn't I just say to you guys that, like, the podcasts that I listen to the most, it's, like, the ones where you can tell yeah. that the people are actually friends and, yeah. like, you, they have a genuine bond outside of them being on the podcast together. Yeah. And you, like, even when they just talk about their friendship, it's, like, actually, like, you're, like, wow, this is, like, real. And, like, yeah. you can tell their connection is real. Yeah. Like, I literally just said that about something completely no. different. Yeah, and, yeah. Just like, and, and it's, like, what makes yeah. me want to listen to them, even if I have no interest in, like, what the topic of the podcast yeah. is. Often mm-hmm. I even find some of, like, we had a show a week or so ago, the one at Magnet, where the fir- one of our first scenes of the whole set was, like, the four of us being dumb, sitting around, and we were, like, new. We were coming to college and having, like, college orient- orientation or whatever. And, like almost every second, every sentence had a huge laugh. And we weren't even, we weren't pushing anything. We were just sitting around shooting the shit. And it was like, we were playing certain characters or we were saying certain things that I might not say as myself, but the fact that there's that level of comfort and trust, like in our friendships outside and on stage, like completely just translates in such a like fun way. Yeah. Which is like effortless sometimes. Yeah. And even with, um, improv it's like even as we're all doing these different things we can use Jane don't to kind of uh do stuff in the indie scene or whatever um the way that we want to like we're doing a rooftop show soon um we're trying to perform in different venues um or create workshops or whatever where we just want to make it like a nice community because we know what we liked and didn't like and what we want um people to come into the community and feel welcome while um we keep doing everything else that we want to keep doing yeah. Oh yeah. What um what's something that's changed that's like or even just like the scene in general that's changed that you that's a negative? If if there's any, if there's any. <laughs> or any that you're willing to say on this podcast. Well, I think what's interesting is as I've taken a step back from improv, I've like I feel like nothing's changed that's negative. I'm just like, "Oh, I don't want to be as much of a part of that anymore. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like in BoJack Horseman when they're like, oh, improv is a cult. Yeah, and you're like, oh. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's and not. you're like, I'm out. I'm not saying like I'm out of, like, because like I still do it, but um, yeah, it's not, you just step back and you're like, oh, that's what it looks like. I remember once a bartender gave me a good compliment and was like, you don't come off as an improviser. And I was like, wow, that's the greatest compliment you've ever given me. Oh, and you were like, oh, no. And you were well, like, he thought I was... Yeah, yeah, and you were like, oh, no, what's happening? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and I was 
like, okay, cool, I've grown. Um, yeah. 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 I get that. I think also, like, there's that, that I think any community has cult-ish type qualities. Yes regardless of what you're doing. Like a friend of mine works at Google and I saw her the other day and I was like asking her about these elements of like her lifestyle there. And it is 100% the same cultish thing when everyone's like dedicated to this one goal. How is there not a cultish element to it? We're humans and that's like, I think a almost instinct, but I think taking a break from like being uh, like working toward trying to achieve like the pinnacle within this community and us having success as a team outside of the traditional structure of like UCB, Magnet, Reckless, whatever the theatres might be, it gives perspective but also like when you care less about something, when, when you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket to be the reason you succeed, you enjoy it more because it is just having fun mm-hmm. and like it's the same as like the podcast where like you're not banking on I'm not banking on improv and Jane don't to make me the next so and so it is a tool it is a community that I can like bond with utilize blah 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 and so I think just it's become more fun yeah yeah totally yeah I mean I think comedy in general we know that there's a lot of toxic elements of it especially given everything lately Mm -hmm. and it's a huge part of the improv community and it's being called out more and more and you just become more aware being on a team like with all of us like even when I took a class last year I'm like um I stepped into a scene I said okay ladies circle up and all the men in the class like step back (laughs) and I'm like oh cool so you can't pretend to be women like what kind of improvisers are you and so you just get kind of disgusted with it so it's so nice to do it with people that you know and trust and can have fun with um and there yeah it just there are problems with it that we can kind of um not deal with by being with each other yeah Yeah. which is great have to impress anyone yeah well, yeah. you impress us. You Except always for you do. Guys. We <laughs> find you impressive. <laughs> well, it's just like anything, and I can even speak to this from like being a television producer, like working on set and TV. Like if I work, if I'm working with people that I know that I can trust, and like one of my one of my mentors, Belinda, who was on an episode of this podcast, she would always say like, "I need a human, not a body." And, like she was like, "I need yeah. someone that I like know and know that I can, will get the job done, and I can trust them," versus like someone that they're just randomly throwing on the thing that's just yeah. like whoever's available. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? If it's someone that I know I can trust and I know that in 15 minutes I should check in, and if they haven't done it, then that means it's a problem. Yeah. Or like so, you know what I mean? I could I, I could go on forever about this, yeah. but basically like if I'm working with people that I know, I already know that they know what I need, and they already know how I'm thinking and how I'm doing something like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, I, I can exponentially make my my job so much easier, and we can execute at such a higher level yeah. than someone that I'm like teaching how to work with me as we're going. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I feel like that's oh, and you guys oh, have to do absolutely. that, like, and you yeah. guys have to do that, like on the fly all the time because you're always yeah. like in a different group of people, and like yeah. whereas this, you guys are like know each other, and you know who's gonna do this and who's gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's even like something I love, and this is like in Australia, my best friends, they're, they're very different to me. None of them, uh, do comedy. None of them, like one is studying to be an architect. The other is a psychologist, like very different interests, but you can come together with a common, like we all are really hard workers and we all like have a creative or like something we're passionate about. And I feel like it's similar here. It's like, yeah, we all do comedy, but we all have very specific interests, but there's that shared, there is a shared, like, passion for comedy a shared like love of making each other laugh and then 
it like whereas a lot of other teams everyone's like improv 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 or with a sketch team maybe they only do sketch or with stand-ups that like i know they will not touch any other style or create they wouldn't they would laugh at an improviser or they would laugh at a sketch writer or anyone else they are a purist in their form and that's totally fine but i think something that i love is we are all so different in our interests and our the way we see comedy or how to write a joke or how to do whatever like there's such a difference and and i think that brings like such a cool element to it as well and i like that we can respect each other's interests and differences but like still perform really well together i think that's like a cool yeah thing so it seems like from what i'm hearing is that you guys like like you you the bond that you guys have all made has really like been the thing that you've loved the most about improv right yeah absolutely yeah, say, yeah. yeah. i mean that was what a year ago we formed i don't no, even know wait, how we long formed it's almost been. two years oh yeah a year yeah and, ago. And, and last time we were with chris was like under a year so it's crazy yeah. how much yeah. our perspectives and things have changed how much we perform and how much we realize certain things matter and certain things don't <laughs> it's like yeah. i remember you know like we would yeah like a year ago like we would do a show and then get off stage and someone would be like oh my god i'm so sorry for this thing that i did and like now at this point it's like every time we get off stage we're like oh that's fun yeah you're like oh, oh, anyway and like moving on yeah you know, right? exactly like, exactly yeah. like where are we drinking after this like where, yeah. like, where are we going no yeah. literally right like no exactly yeah because no, it's improv and if one thing in the world were to go away tomorrow and not matter like you know what i mean like if like no i'm just saying like no i'm just saying like, in the apocalypse if, if you were to wake up tomorrow and if improv were not to exist it's not like your day would change it's like a neurosurgeon if like neuroscience went away like maybe that would be scary. Yeah. Yeah. We would all die. <laughs> Alex, take it back. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. We're going to get hunted down. Don't tell anyone. Controversial. No, it, I mean, but it is, a, it is a sense of even like this joke that you guys are all saying now that it's like, oh my God, don't say that because like people are going to get so mad and it's like I'm on the outside and I'm like, oh yeah, like it does you guys yeah, are just yeah. like telling a bunch of fucking jokes on stage. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, like, yeah it's fun. to be other people for like a second. Yeah, and it also like should be fun. Like, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, like, why would you do that to then get off the stage and be like, oh my God, that was like, so bad. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, I mean? who cares? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're playing house, but for adults. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> before we start going into other scenes, any... Anything else? Any like fun? Not final thoughts, because well, obviously we'll be talking more. But, but like <laughs> any like any like other little nuggets you want to share before we start doing some Vanderpump rules. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I was gonna talk about our buttons. Should I do? Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Okay. Great. So we do have some merch. Um, do, not doing so many shows, focusing on the merch. Yeah. Focusing yeah. on the merch. <laughs> We have this one piece of excellent merch. Um, they are buttons that have our logo, uh, which is Jane Doe, and then all of our faces drawn by the great Jess Books. And so you can get them for free oh. by um, DMing us your address on Instagram. We have an Instagram. It's Jane Doe NYC. It's a great follow. You guys have funny... Um Oh my god! Thank you so much. You guys have like funny videos. Follow. Also, um, I just want to give a little tidbit of a saga here that happened with the buttons. We uh, <laughs> we ordered them. We were like, oh, we'll like send them to people and they can take pictures with the, um, with the button on, and then we'll put it on our Instagram. <laughs> and we, I packaged like, like. 25 like a lot of these up and it took a couple hours and then our friend who works at the post office we posted a picture of like all the envelopes and he was like those aren't gonna pass inspection (laughs) (laughs) 
And I just, I had to take a minute with my head in my hands and I was like, what do I need to do? So we were all DMing him. What happened? He said that there's like a arm. I don't know if this is revealing secrets, but where they like throw the envelopes into this machine throws them. And he's like, it's so funny because he was being so serious about it. Shout out to Xavier. Xavier for the win. No. My brother. My brother's. I, no, I, I believe you pronounce his name Xavier. My brother is Xavier. That was my fault. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, so he was like, not going to pass. Like when the arm throws it, it's going to come out or something. And yeah, so I was like, like, I get that. Like if you try to make like a key, you yes. have to like tape yeah. it up and stuff. Yes. And it'll like rip out of the envelope. Yes. Yeah. But also so. like when the arm throws it, what the fuck does I that know. mean? I USPS. I literally like, I literally picture like huge like, Huge like slits in a wall, and that's like every state, and there's just like a robotic arm that's like winging like that's letters. Exactly Nebraska, Missouri. <laughs> like, that's insane. Can you imagine? Nothing in that story was like has yet to like has proved that that's not what happens. Okay. Also, like, I don't know. Um, here I don't know. Zane, can you what I know? Is, is it a machine or not? Like, love that he literally was like. But yeah, so they they did make it to their um, destinations. I think one got sent back, but that was my fault. That was my my B. But I so, got mine. Yes. Yeah, That's all that matters. I need to take a picture and I will post it whenever this oh, airs. Yes. 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 Oh, hell yeah. um, and it's on my, like, I have a jean jacket that I'm like sewing <gasps> all these patches on and have oh, like free promotion. Yes. Yes. So literally, like, we'll be a part of that. I Don't worry. It. So, yes. like, hashtag art. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the hashtag of this podcast yeah. episode. Hashtag uh, art. Space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, should we do a, sk- let's do like a one, it's only a one pager. So, um, I don't know who who here watches Vanderpump Rules and who doesn't. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming that you watch Vanderpump Rules because why would you <laughs> even listen to anything I have to say if you don't? Um, so this is the reunion. This is these both of these skits. The skits that we're gonna do are very um, recent. And this is the reunion part one of Vanderpump Rules. Is I think this it's their sixth season, and. Um, it's the reunion and Andy Cohen is like leading them. And it's basically like right at the very beginning because obviously it's like the most hot topic of the entire season. <laughs> the first episode in the very beginning, um, this woman that used to be on the show, her name was Faith. Um, and she was, she basically came on and like at the first, like all cast event, like the first big party of the season, which like opened the season is just them at this party. Cause it was like, so-and-so is like one of their, one of the cast members birthday parties. Literally. She was like, pulls aside one of the cast members and like she's no longer on the show like at all so she's like trying her hardest to like get back on TV <laughs> and so literally she pulls this one character aside James and she's literally like um Jax and I had sex he came inside of me and like sucked my toes and like I think I'm pregnant with his child oh and, <laughs> like I might be pregnant like I haven't gotten my period so like might be pregnant oh my God. and also like I was like a hospice nurse for this elderly woman who was like, I don't think hospice, like, but like literally was like an elderly caregiver and they were in the elderly woman's house while they were fucking. And like the woman may or may not have been in the room. So like unclear. And they just, she just drops that like line and then never speaks about it again. And literally like the internet was like, we need to know like, like that. You don't just say something like that. Like that there's an elderly woman like in the room and then not like, how do we not know more about this? Yeah. So, unclear of how, unclear, but basically they bring it up and Andy's basically exactly what I'm, is like, why the, what the fuck is this? Um, and so, okay, I think we should just go. So I'm going to be Andy Cohen. Um, Izzy is going to be Jax. Um, Jax Taylor. Um, who else is who? Um, Anika. 
Delia is going to be Lisa because she went to Vanderpump Dogs last week, right? I did. I was in LA and I went to Vanderpump Dogs. How was it? It's so bougie. <laughs> of like course it is. It's like the most bougie. But also at the same time, they let their dogs just like pee on everything. Oh yeah, I'm sure so. it's, oh, it's like, <laughs> oh no, like I see it on ca- on the ch- on TV and it's like horrid. Ew. Yeah. Right? Like there's like just shit everywhere. What? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see any shit, but I did see a dog pee on like just the part I'm, that the customers are in. <gasps> was Lisa there? <laughs> no. Oh. She wasn't. That's upsetting. Oh, okay, so you're going to be Lisa. Um, oh, I think Jess is going to be Brittany. Is Brittany the southern one? Yes, that's her girlfriend that he cheated on with, with the faith. And then um, Alex is going to read the stage directions. Yes. So. Um, okay, so are we ready? Yeah, ready. Okay. Okay. Vanderpump Rules Reunion, part one. Andy Cohen sits in the middle of the cast members with Lisa Vanderpump by his side. They begin talking about Jackson and Brittany's current relationship after Jax's affair with an ex-cast member, Faith, being exposed during the season. Jax, Faith told James that you hooked up with her in front of an ailing 95-year-old woman. I didn't see that. You didn't you didn't see that? No. So bad. <laughs> what? I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> actually pretty it's, good. It's honestly going to get a lot worse. Strap in. <laughs> you were in an elderly woman's home. I guess. That she was taking care of? Yeah. And this elderly woman was... I don't know anything about the elderly woman. Well, you didn't know that there was an elderly woman there? Where did you think that you were? I felt so bad for whoever... Had that horrible person who would do that to an old lady. I didn't know I was in an old woman's house. It, it, it did look like an old woman's house, but I didn't know there was, like, an old woman in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, this aired on television. Like <laughs> That's mad. Like, go home tonight. I'll give you my password. Like, literally, like. Why'd you do it? That's the million dollar question. <laughs> uh, we were arguing a lot, and that's my way of trying to get out of a relationship. That's what I do. I cheat. Were you trying to sabotage your relationship? Instead of being an adult, I take the coward way out. And I hate to say this, and it sounds disgusting and trashy, but it could have been anybody. That's just the person who was paying attention to me at the time. I didn't care if it was an old woman or not. <laughs> That's Adler. It didn't really matter. It could have been a damn hole in the wall. <laughs> and I'm what? And I'm always pl- paying so much attention. That's why I don't understand. I always gave you more attention than you ever deserve from me. That's why it's so fucked up. Guys, this is the best show to ever air on television. I'm letting you know, like, if that if that didn't sell you on it, like, I don't know what will. And like, what was everyone else doing while he's saying all this? Oh, they're like, oh, the the reaction shots that they cut away to, which like I just didn't put in because it would just be like so. We're literally all of them like horrified. No, she's like, well, you didn't know there was a... Like, literally trying oh, to help him. Like, yeah, you fucking idiot. No. Like, you fucking idiot. Like, literally, like, 
just and he's like it didn't matter it could have been a hole in the wall toxic masculine literally yeah wow guys best show on t- best show on TV wow honestly we maybe made it better just now you can watch it on Hulu it's all on Hulu so yeah, checked it checked it last night like <laughs> it, every season's on Hulu it's literally the best show to ever oh, be created ever um, so yeah there's that and <laughs> <laughs> Should we do our other scene or should we do another improv? <laughs> <laughs> should we, I think split it up with an improv, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're gonna join okay, so in. I'll join in. I'll join in. I'll join in. Hashtag uh, improv, hashtag art. <laughs> I think art should be the, the word. Can <laughs> art be the word? Art? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the word is art. Okay. Okay. Okay, class. Today we're drawing <laughs> circles. Oh. Yes! Ooh, could I do a triangle instead? If it's round. Oh. Are, there round are there round triangles? Like, do you mean that the points are rounded? Um, it's up for your own expression. I'm an art teacher. I heard triangles are shaped like vaginas. Excuse me! <gasps> David! David! Yeah? No. I mean, the... David has a 16-year-old brother. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, all right, all right, settle I've down. Seen one. <gasps> I've seen one. Class, class, settle down. No, we're one. not talking about this, okay? No, we're not talking about... Um, Vagina. No, no, <laughs> that's not the word I wanted to use. I wanted to use the word cats, okay? We're not talking about cats right now. Pussy. We're all right. No, <laughs> no. No. Okay. Our okay. president says it. I'm going to shut this down before I call the principal. <gasps> no, don't. Okay. No. 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 All right. So circles. Yeah. They're round. Like a butt. Like a oh! <laughs> oh! David. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. CJ, my brother, is showing me so many butts. All right. On the internet? No, posters. Oh. He has posters in his room of butts. What? It's yeah. 2012. Why does he still have posters? <laughs> we don't have CJ Wi-Fi. Old school. Yeah. You know? We don't have Wi-Fi at my house. Thanks for bringing that up. Okay, okay. Anyway, circles. The new kid Bartholomew is so quiet. Yeah, what Gu- Guys, I'm really uncomfortable because like, I don't know what a vagina is. <gasps> <gasps> it's not a vagina. It's, it's a girl's penis. Yeah. But they don't have penises. What? Right, they have this instead. That's as much as I know. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) It's like if you took a penis and spit it into two, and then it became the V like a vagina. You you stick it it down. You stick it down, and then it's just, and then you put the thing on top. Michael, settle down. My dad is a doctor. You put, okay. What do you put on top? Okay, I don't want to talk like about a this in Cherry class. on top? <laughs> you guys can save this for eighth period science, okay? You can ask your science teacher all about this. Listen, I don't know anything about hoo or ninis that you're talking about. I cut, don't know. What? Cut, <laughs> cut to eighth period science. <laughs> All right, so who has a question about their private parts? Well, I have a question about who, who's ninis. <laughs> no, 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 no. Children, in my class, we will use the word cunt and the, <laughs> <laughs> and the word penis. There really isn't an what? adequate word to equal cunt. Can we dissect one? But of course. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> that if you, I heard that if you take a penis and then you cut it down the middle, 
It's a vagina. And you have to put something on top. That was a part that really yes. was a question whip, for me. Is it whipped cream? <laughs> well, it depends. Myself and my partner, we're both lactose intolerant. <gasps> so it is you're in love you you have a partner is it like a is it like a cowboy partner oh, is it like, like a, a partner in crime partner? <laughs> oh that's a good one too howdy honey you forgot your lunch at home <laughs> oh is this him ah uh, him it's him <laughs> yes hey are these your students he's wearing a leather jacket and a uh, cowboy and hat <laughs> well while we were talking about penises honey won't you Whip it out. Any reason to use the word cunt in a loving setting? Well, people always use the word cunt in a bad way. See, that was earned. I think that was earned. Claiming cunt. Yes. To quote Evan. If I had to quote an Eve, it would be Eve Anslow. The old see you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh my god so like what is the what is like everyone just goes with it right like what is yeah. your if, if you had to ask like one thing like if I had to ask like if I had to have tips of like what you guys just did there if you had to be like oh I wanted to do this because like what give me some of those the form is called uh, the Shakespeare, actually, that we were following. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we don't really. So I would say usually um, you try to do d- differentiate yourselves as characters, but you're really just supposed to have two points of view. So like in the teacher scene, how um, Alex was the teacher and we were the students. Um, we want to kind of be different people, but also have um one point of view sort of like just a bunch of kids doing something because otherwise it gets too confusing and hard to move the scene forward so it's like we kind of establish the game of everything is genitals (laughs) and so it's really just that stupid and fun to play sometimes games are more complicated than that um and you just keep keep hitting it over and over yeah got it accepting whatever happens but like that is true of like the like it's like one versus one, even if it's like one person versus every other person. Yeah. Like I guess I didn't even think about that. And then like, right. It's like, if yeah. we were going to be in the scene for longer and it was going to like set up more stuff, then maybe we would all try to have a different point of view. But that just, yeah, would have like been confusing in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tips and pointers. Yeah. <laughs> tips and pointers. Hashtag tips and That's tricks. tips and pointers for you. <laughs> Another hashtag, uh, tips and tricks, uh, art and improv. Yeah. <laughs> uh, improv. And, and improv. A-N. And, and improv. And hashtag improv. and improv. Singular improv. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's really funny. That was fun. I tried my best. I was like, what you do I fucking great. say here? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was great. Bartholomew, you did great. Okay, <laughs> Bartholomew. Was, I think that like literally was my name in the last one. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. It's okay. We'll 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 I'll go listen back we'll and see if it is. That's hilarious. Um, oh my God. Anyway, okay. So we have one more skit to do, and then we can Yay. wrap this up. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> um, too much fun. We're not sure. Yes. I don't want to leave. Um, okay. So this is from this is a sketch from the most like one of the most recent episodes of the Real Housewives of Potomac. It's like a newer one in the Bravo uh, ser- franchise, mm-hmm. and this is in the third season. So it's finally getting like as I was telling you guys earlier, like the. The s- they finally have the women on the show finally have like history like so there's more than one season but on like under their belt so they kind of like have like their relationships built so it's like better than just them all meeting her the first time being like who are you like what like you know not knowing how to be on TV yeah. so they're finally like know the game now so they're like okay like let's bring the drama yeah. so <laughs> this is a scene where basically beforehand 
um, like they were all at Karen is one of like the older women in this in the series and she's really really rich but right now she's like her husband owes like millions of dollars to the IRS and like so she like could be bankrupt but in the true like Bravo and Housewives fashion she's like I'm rich as fuck like, she's like I have nothing going on with me literally like on the front of like the New York Times it's like literally Karen Huger like being foreclosed on like blah blah you know what I mean like oh my literally like, her husband owes like 80 bajillion dollars oh like, and she's like there's what are you talking about and it's like literally you can just google your name it's the first thing that comes up. That so like, that delusion is happening. It. What yeah, is like, a scent it. profile party? I don't know. Oh, okay. And okay. you never find out. Like, you, like you, literally before they can even get to, like, anything, they're doing this one woman that's leading the party literally, like, tries to explain it because it's, like, her business or something, and they're all like, what? And then they're like, all right, whatever. Like, okay, so I have a problem. Like, literally, like, immediately just start confronting each that's other. So um, so they're at a scent profile party and like, again, unclear of what that is. <laughs> and they also are unclear of what it is. Um, they beforehand, Ashley and Monique were drinking. They went to lunch, like a boozy lunch and like had a couple drinks. And on the way home from their lunch, Monique fell asleep in her car and crashed her car <gasps> into a tree and like basically totaled it. And like, you see it getting like pulled away from there as they're like loading up to go on a trip on like a party bus she literally like her car's being like loaded up like on like a back oh. like on like a flatbed like, to like go get pulled away to go get repaired and they had kind of all been talking and they were like she was drinking and like they noticed on the vacation that she was drinking a lot and then they it was like started to kind of allude to the fact that like she might have been too drunk yeah. to drive yeah. and like passed out from alcohol not like that but like do you know what I mean? Like she yeah, yeah. was should not have been driving and did, and it was she was fatigued and she Shit. fell asleep at the wheel because of alcohol. So that's like where this yeah. that's where the fight kind of starts inside the venue. Yeah. And then this is now Karen shuts it down because she's like, You will not do this on my dime. And she literally <laughs> is like, get out, and is like doing the like rounded up <laughs> sign and like coming to the people that are working the party and like tell everyone goes to like the security, which is like a five foot zero woman. <laughs> Who like barely speak English and she's like, tell them all like it's like the party's over. Oh my god. And wow. they're like, all right, it's done. Like you guys have to leave. And they're like, oh, we're getting kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so this is like them still continuing the fight while they're just standing on the street outside oh my of god. the venue, like literally standing on the corner oh screaming god. at each oh other. My god. I love it. So um I will be reading the stage direction and I will also be playing Giselle. <laughs> um Izzy will be I'm playing. I'm Ashley. Um I'm gonna be Monique. I'm Karen. And I'm Robin with a Y. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> All right, ready, ladies? <laughs> yes. Okay. Real Housewives of Potomac. Monique and Cherie stand on the street corner chatting after Monique has ruined Karen's scent <laughs> profile party for arguing with Ashley, another cast member. I can't deal with simple-minded people. It's not about how many drinks. It's about what you're implying. If I'm among friends and we're on a bus and we're going to a getaway, <laughs> I can't sit back and... Ashley approaches Monique and Charisse. But you did bring it up, boo. <laughs> oh my God. Can you fly away with those freaking wings? I am not playing. You got them too, boo. <laughs> Ashley. Ashley. Seriously. There's just no need for you to be so hostile with me at this point end time <laughs> there is a reason you don't get it what you're implying it can literally tarnish everything that i've built giselle and robin approach the arguing group but hang back and start commenting on the fight that's ensuing <laughs> everything that i've built oh my god shut up she said fly away with those wings i didn't imply that you did imply that 
You told them and they implied. Yes, you did. When you said, yeah, she had four drinks and got into an accident. (laughs) Who gave them those details? I didn't tell them that you got into an accident because of the alcohol. Okay. Ashley interview. (sighs) I don't think Monique's car accident is because she was drunk, but alcohol really does increase your drowsiness, so it doesn't help. She was just tired and the martinis didn't wake her up any. No one accused you of being drunk. We just talked to you about it. We just talked to you about it. (laughs) And then you sit there, Robin, and say, well, the way you drink that bottle of wine on that bus, as if I drank it in 20 minutes, that sounds like... Monique, you may have a problem. Oh, okay, take it on me. First you mad at her and saying she's lying. Now you're going to take it out on me? Karen approaches to defuse the situation. Let's go take it somewhere else. I don't even know what you're trying to say, but... What I'm trying to say is... Don't care. Robin, stop. (laughs) At all. This is a question that turned into... What is this about? And then these two mean girls, or whatever you want to call them. Giselle and Robin start laughing at Monique and mocking her. Pinky and the brain over here want to be making jokes, and and I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Oh my god, you just come at everybody. (laughs) I can come at anybody I want because you're clearly coming at me. Shut up. You shut up. No, you shut up. Get in my face and say that and see what happens. Oh, you shut up. Robin gets right into Monique's face without skipping a beat. (laughs) You think because you're from around here... Karen puts herself in between the women to try to break it up. No, stop! (laughs) Do it, please. Don't play with me, Robin. Security! (laughs) Get in my face because you will go down. Go for it. Back up out of my face before I choke you out with this umbrella. Please, do it. The words to be continued crawl across the screen. (laughs) And just... Like, brava, brava, because that's like when I tell you verbatim, the two of you, like my Monique and my Robin, when I tell you that's exactly what they were doing, like Monique a little more hood, but like spot on, spot on, like that's the scene. Delia, we have chemistry. Oh my God. And just like that, Jane, don't broke up. (laughs) 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 To be continued, dot, dot, dot. And it's, it's, it's also like the quintessential, like, housewives like parody like they make it like every parody of the housewives is literally like i didn't say that i was implying that you know what i mean like they're like fighting everybody you didn't say it but you implied it and that was implied and it was implied like you know what i mean like that like every parody of the housewives like that's what they fight over especially like like, on hot wives they're like don't tell me to calm down like i'll tell you to calm down and it's like that's verbatim exactly what the fight was like it's so good yes um Feel rejuvenated. <laughs> I'm ready to tangle. I'm ready to tangle. That's yeah. So yes. Also, like you could watch uh, Potomac. It's really good. And they're like, and they're like all like, oh, we want to keep this on the t- like, we want to keep this show on TV. So they're like really bringing it this yeah. season. So it's like, they're, like, I would love to do that. They're like yeah. ready to fight all the time. Yeah. So you should watch it anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, sitting down with me. Thanks for sharing a new part of your story. Thank um, you. 
<laughs> we remember oh all the times we had together. <laughs> the words oh my god got <laughs> stop it becomes stop no well chris we are so happy that you had us back on yeah, friend of the show us. chris DeRosa. yeah you guys are friend friends of, of my team. show and yeah, friend um, of the team. um anything else what can you like what can you tell me obviously um on instagram at jane don't nyc yeah. Yes. Oh. Like us on Facebook. Facebook, too. Keep an eye out for our intimate apartment shows. We are <laughs> coming in hot with those. Wait, I should have one of these in my apartment. <gasps> yes. Oh, my yes. God. And you know what we could do? You could do, like, a set with us. And we could record, like, a podcast. Yeah. Like, like a live it. show, yes. but in my apartment. You should. Oh, my God, yes. A live awesome. improv. <laughs> live improv. Live improv, live podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll do scenes like this. Yeah. Yes. We exactly. should do a ba- I should like find one from The Bachelor that's like really good or something <gasps> like really yeah. like. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Yes. So fun. Yes. Do that. Yeah, do perfect. Yes. Let's um, do it. All right, that sounds like a fucking plan. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. get that one in the books. Yeah. <laughs> we do have, so we have a show June. When, uh, when is this going to like. Probably go? not in June. Okay. <laughs> so we had a show on June 9th. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the other show that we have coming up? Oh, when's that? End of June? 29th. Okay, well. The 30th. Just follow us on social media to see when our next show is. Yeah, true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we also all, like, have stuff coming out individually as well, so you can follow us. Individually? I'll put all of your Instagram handles, like, in the show notes, so if people can click on the show notes and they can see all your... um, personal Instagrams and I'll tag and if you it. go to lou- at loud and curious I'll tag them in the in the post for the episode so you can find them all yes. there um again thank you ladies for sharing your story thank you um, and thank until you. next time bye. bye bye love you bye, bye. love you love you ciao ciao oh, yeah. okay here let's take a selfie this episode of loud and curious was produced by me Chris Rosa. my cover art photo and all the photos on my website were taken by Alyssa Timoteo cover art graphics, and photo editing by Chris Moore. The boys from Remember Jones wrote and performed my theme music. Like them on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Jones. Next time on Loud and Curious. And then like we met all these artists who want to get involved and like and the more artists we met, they're like, oh, we're like, we should do more shows, you know? Um, but at we, that point, we weren't like so like, we weren't even savvy charging. on the business part. Yeah, we didn't charge. We were like, we didn't even think to like put out a mailing list or anything. Because we worked, because we both had jobs, so then we would work right up until the point of like opening it to make like the cigarette look right. And then, yeah. and then we'd just be there and like say hi to everybody who came in for sure, but no, no thought to like, like any of the business side of it. But then it went really well. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well now that we've done it twice, we yeah. should figure some stuff out. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we're so far away from Chris. Okay. <laughs> 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 on the other side of the <laughs> Sweating already. Here yeah, we go. It's fine. Okay, ready? <laughs> mm-hmm.